Welcome to our podcast in where we will be talking about life and all its flavors and we hope to make ripples with words. And for today, we are joined by one of the youngest dancers of Washington Ballet, Lope Lim. Hi, Lope! Hey, Alvin. Hi, Lope. <laughs> Thank you so much for accepting, man. I mean, I yeah, yeah, invite course, you to flight going back to the U.S. I know, I know. This is, this is perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lope. So, is it okay if we go straight to it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so amazed when I learned, you know, that you were part of the Washington Ballet and, and you're only how old? How young are you? I I just turned 20, actually. And you just turned 20, wow. And how long have you been part of the Washington Ballet? This is my technically first year. I joined when I was 19. Wow. 19 years old. Wow. Congratulations, Lope. You're Thank definitely you so Thank you. one of the Filipino pride. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's... Hopefully, hopefully. That sounds good. <laughs> you are, you are. So, Lope, um, in terms of dancing, you would say yeah. this is your passion. This is one of your passions, of course. Yes, yeah, of course. This is my the thing that I've dedicated my life to right now. So, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Is it okay if you share with us how you discovered this passion or how you got into it? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, when I was like, uh, like 10 or 11 years old, like um, me and my family took a trip to Vegas. And um, it was like just a side trip. We were in the States. And um, you know the Jabberwockies? You know yeah. that like hip hop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the masks. So they had like a sh- yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, they had like a show there. Um, forgot what it was called. Anyways, I remember we went to the show and like it was crazy. I was like, wow, this this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. I want to do that, you know? Like it was just the greatest dancing I've ever seen. So like when we went back home to the Philippines, um, I would just like dance in my room or look up videos of the Jabberwockies and like dance like oh you wow know, like, try to copy everything you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. I yeah. was just like so obsessed with them I, I like would like do everything like them all their movements and everything and then um, one day my mom was like do you actually want to take like a dance class dance class and I was like yeah yeah sure why not so like we started with the hip hop and street dancing break dancing I did that for like a year or like less than maybe like six months probably. Oh wow! And then yeah, yeah. So I was like a full on like break dancer. I was doing like head spins and all this stuff. And then um, the school that I was at, Steps Dance Studio, they were like, "Yo, we can offer you free dance classes, like an allowance on Saturday, like free lunch, all these things, as long as you take ballet." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, of course, yeah, that's like a no brainer." Like. Like giving money, food, like of course <laughs> I just have to put on some tights. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like after school, like every day I would go put on the tights and like take the ballet class. And then after like enough time, you know, it was it. I just kind of fell in love with how technical it was. You know, like it was oh, just wow. so difficult. I remember it being just so many. It was just such a challenge, you know, and. um that's what was so exciting about it, I think, is that I could, it was so hard to do. And then there were like other boys in the class too. It was like a new boys program. I never wanted to do ballet before that because I was very like against, I didn't want to be the only boy in class and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. I was very like, yeah, you know, it was, I was scared. You know what I mean? And you know how like boys are like, we're very like, 
you know, at first it's like hard to like open up like artistically, and yeah. I, was, I was very into sports and stuff, like that, and I was not about to do ballet. That's so like whack, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to be that known as the guy who does ballet. Yeah, and how then, did you get over that? I mean, coming from hip hop, that's very you know, yeah. and then you transition to ballet. How, how did you get over that stigma or that perspective? I mean, you were also I very mean, young by that time. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. assuming 13 or 14. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like. 12, 12. 12? 11, 12, yeah. So how did you I get mean, over that? I mean, you know, I, I in some ways, I feel like I'm still not over it and I'm still, you know what I mean? There's There was a All lot right. of bullying and there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of, you know, backlash and like a lot of people didn't support me or like a lot of my, even my family, not my immediate family, but my extended family kind yeah. of thought it was a joke for a long time and like, you know, In many ways, you, you still don't get over it, like right. the, of the stigma and all these things. But you know, if you love it that much, and if you're dedicated that much, yeah. none of these things matter. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like none of the bullying or none of the the hate or none of the things matter in the end. But I feel like you still get that to this day, especially as a, a male dancer. You know what I mean? You're gonna yeah, have yeah. to put up with some shit. Like it's just it's a part of the or even men in the arts. I feel are just you have to exactly. kind of push through some barriers you know yeah. and like um but i i think for back then it was kind of like for a while it was really hard like i didn't people were calling me like ballerina or like i remember one time in school like at lunch or somewhere there was these kids that like came up to me and they were like yo show dance for us lopez dance for us or something like that and it was the most oh, wow like, hum- like it felt so awful like it, it yeah. sounds like okay but it just At the time, it was it hurt so bad. I remember that, and um, it took me a little bit. But then, when I started like going overseas or started winning competitions and stuff, then like yeah. it kind of shuts everybody up and kind of yeah, you look know, at me now. Like once, yeah, exactly. Kind of <laughs> once you start getting recognition and you really, you know, so but yeah, definitely like um, there there was a lot of bullying and there's definitely still stigma. To this yeah, day. and I think it's something yeah. I constantly try to. Get over, you know, let go. Of, but it's hard. But it's hard. You know, it's the world we live in, and yeah. um, but it's a part of it. That's what it is. Amazing, amazing. I mean, I can't imagine going through that at 11 or 12 years old at that young age. Yeah, yeah. Especially bullying is very teasing is very rampant, and and you remain dedicated to it. Were there times that you wanted to stop ballet because of this? Oh, so many times, like. Oh my God! So many times, I just wanted to like quit everything and just become like I don't know an accountant or something. I don't know. <laughs> and like, um, like, like especially when I was young, I was like I I would like come home crying sometimes because I was like, Mom, I really okay. don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like this is awful. Like I can't handle the school anymore. Like, like how I'm being like treated in school or stuff. I had like a lot of friends, yeah. but I also there was a lot of people that were just like really just mean to me about just because I danced you know what I mean and it was something exactly. especially you know like the Philippines too you know we're so yeah. there's such a way of doing things and there's such a career path that you have to you know what I mean like yes. it's, the, it's the world we grew up in you know and it's like anything that's different is always like I don't know not teased but like teased or you know what I mean yeah. you, you I mean you, you feel me and like exactly. it's just like yeah I mean so many times I wanted to quit but then there were thank god I had so much support like with me from my family and from a lot of good friends you know that yeah. just were just like you know just keep 
keep going because like at a certain point this is all gonna be you know none of this is gonna matter once you start once things start going for you you know but um there's definitely a point where it's like no i really want to do this it's like is the bullying worth it you know yeah yeah now i know I, i don't feel like quitting because I'm, i feel like i'm good now but like back then, <laughs> there were a lot of times <laughs> yeah oh wow wow so that so you were 11 12 years old that yeah. time you're now 20 so that's like what seven eight years ago yeah 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 almost 10 years ago crazy oh, wow crazy what a journey what a journey so other than the teasing and the bullying what would you say were the other obstacles or struggles that you have to do go through mm. I think um just kind of to my family not my immediate family because they were always yeah. supportive like my mom and dad but like to my extended family just kind of proving to them that this was like a valid career thing to do you exactly. know because I feel like they kind of just saw it as a hobby for a exactly. lot of you know what I mean and when I was like no I really want to do this yeah. you know it's kind of like how many you know professional guys that just do you meet you know it's yeah. um so I think the validation <laughs> it was something that i really had to work for and it was really like tough because i really wanted people like my family who was very important who's very important to me to, to really think that i'm really serious about this and i'm you know and i'm not kidding around yeah um that that's i'd say like it was a big obstacle in for my world um and um i think um i'm st- I'm not struggling with it so much anymore but definitely with some family members it's still still a struggle you know what I mean yeah I, I can I can imagine it's a continuous explanation yeah. of the same yeah. questions yeah, that they're yeah. going to ask yeah. every every yeah, gathering I know I know and you probably you probably understand the same thing like you come there <laughs> and they're like so what do you really do it's like no that's what that's what I really do you know what I mean yeah exactly exactly I mean they're they're trying to fish out a different answer Yeah, exactly. And it's not it's no like no fault to them. Like that's exactly. com- I completely understand. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's like at a certain point it's like come on, like this is this is my life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's so wonderful, you know. I think it's it, it's it's a struggle that really comes with the arts. Yeah, yeah, for I, sure. I mean, me growing up trying to do magic and trying to do acting, yep, yep. it's the same thing. It's and the same I mean, thing, it's the same thing. And even for ballet, wow. And it's it's extra difficult for you because there is that stigma with ballet dancers being a feminine a feminine art. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now you're proving everybody wrong. And I'm very inspired by that one. I mean, you're you're a man who's doing ballet. Exactly. So yeah. And he's exactly. doing wonderful with it. Yep, yep. And it's like um that stigma and you know like when you're a boy and like and especially going into Philippines and you want to be a man and you want to be all these things but then I yes. think what ballet's taught me is that you know it's okay to be you know vulnerable and it's okay to be have a feminine side and it's okay to be graceful because you can be a dancer and be as a man and still be very strong and be very masculine but also be able to be vulnerable and to be beautiful and to be graceful you know if these are wow. not things that are just tied to you know one gender and exactly. even gender in itself you know why does that have to be brought into dancing you know i feel like dance is genderless or you know what i mean yes it's just it doesn't need to be 
lapses or anything, you know. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you for telling that one, Lope. Wow. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. Wow! Wow! That that gives me goosebumps. That's nice. Uh, how? Let uh, please share your journey into Washington Ballet. Oh, but before oh, yeah, that, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah. During your high school days, uh, how did you balance mm-hmm. academics and dance? Oh, good question. What about that good one? Question. Um, I mean, I can imagine well, you training every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was ever since I was, I think, fourteen years old. I was training like all day. Basically. Wow, and my academics were like really like I had to push them like to the end of the day. So I would do online school from the age of fourteen until I graduated high school, and wow. um, online school was like so that I could do my school and still dance because I was doing a lot of dancing at forty. I forgot how much, but I remember I was starting at seven a.m. and ending at like six. So wow. like I would have to do my my dancing, my school, like in between rehearsals or in. During my lunch break and have to just fit it in, you know what I mean? Because oh, wow. I would, I would, you know, I would just be going so hard the whole day. And um, I, during dinner, I remember I was doing school. When I got before I was sleeping, I was doing school. Anytime I got, I would try to finish my my academics. And um, and then I finished high school when I was 18, still doing that whole thing like dancing professionally, doing the the whole like competitions and training yes. and everything, and still having to take, you know. Like algebra two, eight <laughs> nine p.m. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that thing that you don't want to do when you're so tired and you're like you just finished the show and you still have to do like chemistry. Yeah. I hated that so much. <laughs> oh. Wow. You know. Yeah. But no, thank God. Thank God it's done. <laughs> indeed, indeed. That's amazing, Lope. So doing this online school. Somehow yeah. freed you from the teasing and the bullying of classmates. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can definitely say that for sure. You know, it, it's allowed me to be included and in, to see a whole. Because before I was really not a part of the dance community. I was like dancing, but I was really just a regular person going to regular school. Yeah. And then because I went when I left for the the US when I was like 13 and started dancing like really legitimately and like started meeting all these people. I started seeing. Other people who were like me, and seeing people I could look up to, and still maintain my academics. So that was really nice because I got to finally see my own people, you know. Yeah. Other dancers and stuff. Oh wow, that's beautiful. All right, so thank you for that, Lopez. And now, yeah, yeah. How did you? How did Washington Ballet? How did you get into it? How did it find oh, you? It. Um. Well, I was already dancing in the states. I was like moving around, going to different schools, New York City, San Francisco, and then there's this big um, competition in of of ballet, and it's called Youth American Grand Prix, oh. and um, YAGP is the short name for it. And um, it's a thing where they have like all people from around the world competing, and then they all come to New York City for this one week in like the spring. And um, all the entire companies of ballet are there. Everyone that's anyone is there, and it's like a almost like a, it's scary because it's everyone has clipboards and everyone's listing who they want, and you have a big number on your chest, and you have to dance and then take notes. Yeah, everyone's there. It's the scariest thing. And then um, so I was there. I was like 16 or 17 years old, and then one of the directors of Washington Ballet was there, 
and um, I danced and then actually I had like a bunch of other offers or like and you get a bunch of offers because you have to talk to people and you have to see what works and stuff like that okay. and then I talked with the director of the trainee program which is like their like apprenticeship program to get into the company like it's like a um, I don't know how to describe it like a, you know how like in like chefs or like kitchens they yeah. have like the people who like wash dishes and stuff okay like basically that so I was gonna be like the young the really young yep. trainee in this whole thing so, so it's I like the entry level was, yeah super entry level like I was gonna be standing in the back doing the least amount of dancing and then so yeah I accepted that and then I just kind of slowly worked my way up to now dancing professionally you know oh, it took wow. like two years so wow. now I'm finally with the company doing you know not standing in the back anymore now we're in the front so it's great <laughs> <laughs> ah that's beautiful that's beautiful in your time with Washington Ballet including your MP level days uh, yeah were there struggles to fit in were there things like that oh yes oh yeah for sure I think um with the company and probably any company there's definitely you have to earn their respect you know you can't just come in and tr- think you're the big shot you know because everyone yeah. there is the big shot from where they come from you know what I mean wow yes. and um so you have to really put in the work and like any opportunity you get to showcase your talent or to show you know because they're not just going to give all the roles to everybody you know they're going to choose and pick their casting and then when you get casted for something you really have to deliver because that's where they're going to see you and that's your opportunity to rank up and to move forward so it was like two years of like hard work i really had to you know any chance i get i was really 100% giving my all yes and um it was like i remember there was the first we did a production of romeo and juliet and i was like the fifth or sixth cast for this one clown and it's like the clown there's like a clown dance where there's like four clowns and they're doing a lot of these tricks and stuff and i was like the fifth or sixth person in line for one of the clowns oh wow and i remember like one day like three people were injured like oh god i was just and one person was like miss like absent that day anyways they were like you want to step in so i stepped in and then i really i remember really giving it so much in that rehearsal and then i ended up being first cast for that production oh wow so they moved me forward so now i was dancing that was like my first time ever dancing like in the in a big big stage yeah. with all these people and like the year after that i got into the studio company which is like they're really that's where they pick up from pick the people to be a part of the company so oh, wow. that was great i got to you know what i mean when i so i stepped up for my role and then i moved you know yeah. slowly moving up yeah wow that's beautiful man congratulations and thank you and, and now you're part of the company you're one year in so let's talk about yeah. how are how is it how is it i mean pre-covid times first <laughs> yeah yeah of course of course of course you know it's weird because I, i i i thought i was like an adult already like i did my own laundry i you know all these things but suddenly like i have my first paycheck yeah so that was crazy like you don't even know man like when i got my first like actual paycheck i think i bought like an iphone and like oh, wow. some sneakers or something like that i went i was like oh my god this is crazy like i had never you know what i mean made yeah. my own money before and um 
when then I started paying my own bills and then I started paying, you know, all these things. Yeah. And then I had to figure out what, what like taxes were. Yeah. Oh my God, you know, I had to like pay for my phone bill, my electricity, <laughs> it was crazy. And that was, so that was like a big thing for me. I was like finally doing it, you know, yeah. finally being an adult and all these things. But like, still, you know, like you're 19 years old and getting a paycheck, you're gonna exactly. like, buy some dumb, dumb things, you know. <laughs> so, um, my parents forgave me on that one, but um, yeah, that was that was a, the biggest thing for me, finally being able to pay for my own things. That was huge. So you were truly finally independent. Yeah, yeah, it was a big moment. Congratulations <laughs> on that one. Oh, Lope, <laughs> is it okay? Uh, I remember yeah. before we had a conversation that the ballet dancer there's like a very neck deep competition in a way mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point that mm-hmm. there, it comes to sabotaging co-dancers yeah, things yeah, like that sure. could you talk, tell us share us yeah yeah about us. you know I, I've never thank god I've never been the victim of any kind of you know what I mean like yeah. sabotage or kind of rivalry things like that I think um I've been lucky, but there's definitely like stories that you hear between like rivalry and like like these two ballerinas yeah. that are fighting, and then you hear stories about like you know people putting needles in like the ballet sh- shoes, you know, yeah. so like when you put it on, you literally stab, get stabbed, oh, yeah. or like people stealing stuff, or you know, like it's some you hear some crazy stories. Thank God I've never been a part of it, but I can see how the competition can get so intense because you know we are really this is our religion you know what i mean we eat sleep and breathe this stuff we're like like when i'm not dancing i'm working out i'm trying to eat healthy i'm doing all these things to better my performance you know so it's really we're so dedicated and it's like and we're and we're all like vying for the same spots so you know you are constantly competing with yourself and you know at bad times you compete with other people which you shouldn't be doing you should really only be competing with yourself but it's hard not to look around and compare yourself you know and um what we're trying to sell is our own bodies and our own selves you know it's not like we're selling a product you know yes. we are our instrument you know so it is incredibly competitive and um i definitely can understand when um like a person takes the role you want and, and you really don't like that um I think my probably reaction to that would be go go him or like good for him or something. But um there's definitely those people out there and you know ballerinas out there that will take that you know and kind of be toxic about it and maybe do something that's not so good. So that's definitely a thing that happens. It's not like a thing in movies. You know there's definitely yeah. sabotage and there's definitely you know bad blood wow. in this business, you know. So funny that you know that. <laughs> thank you, thank you for sharing that. I mean, that's just, just amazing. You'd think it's it's like a happy place of just really yeah, yeah, dedicated yeah. dancers. But no, there's also politics no, in it. No. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much, so much. That that is amazing. That is amazing. Wow. And now, so you've been enjoying your time. You're, I'd say, having one of the times of your life. And I, I was also, I remember also in that conversation before. I loved how dedicated you are and you were already looking 10 years onward that yeah. it's a wonderful uh, career but somehow a bit short-lived because of if yep, I remember yep. it correctly retirement it's like 30 years old yep you know it's very 
it, yeah because like by 29 by 30 you're already on your way out and by 35 you're kind of kind of you you should kind of <laughs> start moving on because i don't know how many like 40 year olds you want to be seen wearing white tights you know oh, I, wow. and it's not not the prettiest <laughs> thing to look at <laughs> um definitely it's it's a su- super short career it's like soccer players or you know gymnasts it's um but i i think it's it's not it's that's not something i really think about because it's kind of like i could be doing so many other things but this is something that i know i can only do with this this time in my life you know wow and um it's something that i really should be um milking out and i always i always think like every day i'm going to i'm always think like oh this is so great like someday like when i'm in 10 years if i do the same kind of crazy trick split thing yeah it's going to hurt you know <laughs> like someday <laughs> the things i'm doing now are going to start hurting so exactly. i should kind of enjoy it now you know my back is going to give out at some point oh wow <laughs> thank you for that love there and yeah, uh, yeah. and now how how are you how how's everything during this pandemic what happened um, i think it's kind of rough right now this is definitely a rough time for live performers live art uh, performance artists right now because you know we can't perform it's um we don't have a stage we, i can't even be in a studio right now because of covid so i'm wow. just taking ballet class in my living room holding on to my chair you know oh wow it's um i'm you know it's it's really rough right now we're it, we're trying to just wait this out and trying to do the best that we can in this time i'm i'm starting we're starting some rehearsals soon in the next coming weeks but it's not for anything live performance we're just doing like some pre-season trailers and stuff like that yeah. and um, for the time that we can come back to the stage so i think all probably all live performance theater actors or dancers you know they're hurting right now because it's um it's tough you know we can't yeah. we can't perform so and that's the thing that you understand we love doing the most you know we're performers and it's exactly. um, you take that away from us it's kind of it hurts you know so yeah. um we're just praying that this whole thing passes by soon um but yeah i i think it's definitely the whole ballet world is taking a beating right now <laughs> yeah Oh, thank you for sharing that love. Wow. Yeah. It's been an inspiring conversation, man. Um what uh maybe let's go to the advice. What advice would you give yeah. to that person who wants to dance? And even that guy who also would want to go to ballet. I mean, you you've shared lots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Or were there things you know? that you wished you yeah. knew before that oh, you know yeah. now? Um, you know, I, I I feel like I still don't know anything now. I feel like I'm still as, you know, as like I still have the same like fresh eyes that I started with. And um, if I had any advice, it's um, th- this is this is a really hard thing to do. Dance is a really really difficult career to pursue and it's it's not one that makes a lot of money it's not one that you know that it has all of these things but it's it's something that's so amazing to, to spend your days with you know it's something that's just it's the most amazing feeling when you're doing it 
and it's so undescribable but it, it's it's so good that it's worth dedicating your whole life to you know and it's if you're willing to put in the work and every day and really you know the blood sweat and tears literally to put it in it's going to be the most rewarding thing um you know dance for me has really given me so much direction in my life and um it's it's really shown me the way and show me things that i can do in and outside of dance um so so i definitely think if you if you want to dance you have to be willing to give 300% of yourself and you have to be willing to you know ignore all the shit that people give you because there's going to be a lot of hate and there's going to be a lot of pushback especially for men in dance but um it's so worth it it's so amazing and it's 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 the thing that i know i'm going to be dedicating my life to you know it's it's given it's given me so much joy and i think that's it's it's that feeling of you know you know cuz really dance is the most present you could be in a moment it's just you know freedom and movement and it's you know joy you know embodied in a physical form and um it's worth it that's my advice <laughs> wow it's i love what you said that joy embodied in a physical form wow yeah <laughs> thank you so much lope wow what an inspiring conversation wow thank you so much i hope i hope i hope it was good enough i didn't know oh yeah you, you, you it was i listened to your other podcasts all your others are so good <laughs> oh thank you thank you this this is good man this is this is good is there is there anything you'd like to add or you'd like to promote? um um washington ballet when we come back to the stage jan mid january be please support us or please check us out um and also Ivan like I haven't seen you in so long man like yeah. how are you doing bro <laughs> I'm good but try I'm just trying to do what I can during this pandemic yeah that's great that's, that's great as I can I when mean. I when I worked with when I worked with Ivan it was so amazing he was just one of the best like oh, dancers for slash actors performers that was oh, in yeah. the cast it was just so awesome oh god anything anything you gave him he could just go with it oh, you know gosh. it was so fun Thank you so much, Lope. Thank you. I mean, those were you're one of the few people who were able to make me dance. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that makes me happy. <laughs> All right. So, thank you so much for making ripples with words with us, Lope. I hope you awesome. enjoy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me.